This is Pastor D.R.E. on the M.I.C. And this is Day 41. Hello, world! Come take this journey with me. Let's go. This is Pastor D.R.E. on the M.I.C. And welcome, welcome to day 41. Hope that you had a good week on this week, okay? So let me just start off the show like this. Um, just came off of vacation and uh, me and my wife went on vacation and I was on Spotify. Shout out to Spotify. And, um, you know, I love R&B music, but I also love my gospel. You know I love my gospel. Got to have my gospel. Uh, and so I was listening to to um, this lineup that they have, this, this um, I guess, the playlist that they have. And it was called Rhythm and Praise. Rhythm and Praise. And I was listening to it. And you know what? It was a really good lineup. It was a really good list. And I'm saying to myself, how come they don't play these artists on the radio? Like, I, I'm not sure how it is around the U.S. or in your area, but in my area in South Carolina, uh, they're still playing a lot of the old stuff, which there's nothing wrong with it. I like a lot of the old stuff, but man, this Rhythm and Praise uh, list that I had, playlist going on, it even had my wife saying, babe, where, where, where you get that from? And I was just showing her the playlist and everything. And uh, needless to say, it was some really good music, something you can really chill with while you're traveling, while you're with your significant other. You know, it wasn't, um, you know, it was just something different. Okay, it was just something different. And then we all want something different. Uh, I try to get into the to the uh, <laughs> gospel hip-hop, and some of it's good, and then some of it's like, eh, I, I don't know. But that rhythm and praise... That rhythm and praise was hitting. So I hope, I hope they can get some of these artists on the radio. I know they do have some of them because I heard a couple of the songs. But there are a lot of artists that are not being played in heavy rotation that I feel like really needs to be played. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, had a pretty good week on this week. Hope that you did as well. Okay, so let me give you a quote for the week. The quote of the week. All right. This comes from Define Your Path. And it reads, <laughs> The greatest challenge in life is discovering who you are. The second greatest is being happy with what you find. Oh, man. Can, can, we, just, can we just talk about this for a minute? How many of us go throughout life trying to figure out who we are? We're trying to figure out what we're good at. We're trying to figure out our destiny, you know, what we're destined to do. You know, I'm a person that's really big on destiny. Lord, what is it that you have for me to do? What am I good at? What are my skills? What, 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 why am I here? 
anybody ever asked that question, why am I here? And so, you know, it says the greatest challenge in life is discovering who you are. But the second greatest is being happy with what you find. Very true statement. Many of us, we sit there and we try to find out who we are, discover who we are, and then we get a glimpse of who we are or we find out who we are and then we become, we don't like it. We become, um, we fight it. We, we just, we, we don't, we don't become comfortable with it. And so, you know, I understand that people have things that they don't like about themselves and, uh, you know, maybe some bad habits that people may have. And when I say bad habits, I'm not just talking about snoring or something like that. I'm talking about truly bad habits. And I, I get that you want to clean up from those habits or, those things that you see that can become habits. You know, I have a few myself that if I allowed myself to go that way, there's some habits that would not be good for my life. But also, there are those things that just make us different. There's those things that make you different. There's nothing wrong with being different. So what if you're not the, the partier? You know, you're, you're not the life of the party. You know, you should be happy how God made you. What if you're quiet? What if you, you know, you don't get into certain things? You're, you're just, you know, you just are who God made you to be. As a matter of fact, God didn't mess up with you. He didn't mess up with you. He knew that you needed this type of uh, uh, talent. He knew that he needed, needed to make you this way in order for you to fulfill the thing that he has for you to fulfill in your life. A lot of us, we we waste time trying to change things that are perfectly fine about us. What would life look like if everybody was the same is all I'm saying. So the second greatest thing or the second greatest is being happy with what you find. You know, discover who you are and then just be happy with what God made you to be or or how God made you. You're good. You were made in the image of God. God made you unique. It would be bad if everybody was the same way. I wouldn't want a life like that. I won't want I wouldn't want to live in a place where everybody's the same. Love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Stop listening to other people. Learn to love yourself and love the way God made you. All right? So, we're going to get into the word as we always do, but you know what we do first? Come on, you know what we do first, and that is our confession. So I'll be right back with you, okay? Let's go. I believe that God's word is true. It is the final authority in my life. Therefore, everything that God has said concerning me shall come to pass. Now say this with me. Say, no weapon shall be able to prosper. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above only and never beneath. I am more than a conqueror through him that loved me. I am loved by God. I am loved by God. Come on. I am loved by God. I can have what God says I can have. Resources find me. Prosperity finds me. I have favor with people in authority and
land of influence. My best days and my blessed days are on the way. I believe God. I believe God. Come on. I believe God. Now shout unto God like you know you believe. I got a question for you. Are you ready for the word? I said, are you ready for word? All right, let's go. All right, Pastor D.R.E. back here with you. All right, so I'm going to be coming from Proverbs 22 and 1. Proverbs 22 and 1, all right? One scripture, just one scripture, and then we'll get into some more stuff, okay? Uh, Proverbs 22 and 1, it says, A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. And so what I want to just talk about on today is keeping a good name. Keeping a good name. When people hear your name, what do they think about? What do they imagine? D does, your, does your name draw uh, positive reactions or does it draw critical reactions or frustration or anger or any of those other things what what does your name draw we got to remember we got to understand that our name carries a lot of weight either way good or bad and so i just want to talk about keeping a good name you know uh in this in this time that we're in we're in a time of uh social media we're in a time of information we're in a time of cancel culture we're in a time where a, a lot of things a lot of your info a lot of your life is just public now you no longer have private moments a lot of times and i honestly i kind of feel bad for young people because most of them now are growing up in the public you know they don't they don't get the opportunity to make private mistakes like some of us made. Hello, somebody. You know, we 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 did some things in the dark, you know, that maybe didn't come to light until 15 years later. You know, there are some family secrets that uh, a lot of people don't know uh, because we didn't grow up in a time where everything was on social media. We didn't grow up in a time where your phone was readily available your phone is a computer it's a camera it's a recorder it's everything we didn't grow up in that time we grew up in a time where you could actually do something and if you had some if you did it by yourself or if you had a partner of yours that was real cool that really loved you and trust you or a family that really loved you and trust you uh or you could trust i'm sorry you didn't hear about it but now in this day and age everything is readily available i can remember a time uh <laughs> where when you know you could have a man could have another family on the other side of town 
and no one knew about it no one why well for one the other woman wasn't gonna tell it you know that's a whole nother discussion you know they didn't go telling their business because you know it was just i just say it was just different back then but the other reason was because there weren't cameras everywhere but nowadays there are cameras every day and people are constantly looking at you whether you put things on social media yourself or other people put things on social media about you or they you know uh share it with their friends either way a lot of what you do now is getting out and so i i just want to share with people young people everybody uh that it's important to keep a good name i want to i want to ask you that question what does your name look like when people hear your name what 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 kind of response does it bring because you are out in public whether you know it or not people know you whether you know whether you know it or not and so unfortunately i believe because things are so uh so crazy now people are just less responsible and and don't really understand uh everything that their name carries or 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 the effects of what they do out in public i think people don't really value their name anymore it's kind of like esau in the bible y'all remember esau in the bible uh which was the brother of jacob esau was hungry one day and <laughs> this story always gets to me esau was hungry one day after hunting he was the firstborn of isaac and so he's hungry and jacob was not there hunting with him but jacob was in the kitchen cooking and so esau because he's so hungry he tells his brother to give him some of that bean soup that's basically what it was bean lentil however you want to say he told him to give him some soup because he's hungry he's famished and jacob says well if you want some of this soup you're gonna have to sell me your birthright and esau the older brother now says okay you can have it now the birthright let's we, we got to understand what the birthright was the birthright back in those days uh caused you to have double blessings from the lord it also caused you to have all of your father's inheritance it also made you powerful in the family in other words uh it gave you all the authority for the family once the father passed and esau because he was so hungry sold his birthright he sold his inheritance for a bowl of bean soup no steak nothing like that just some bean soup his entire inheritance his favor from the lord he sold it for bean soup now we look at him and most of us would say that was foolish why would you sell your birthright for bean soup why would you sell your inheritance for a bowl of soup but how many of us 
have maybe sold our name to be popular or desecrated our name to fit in. You know, we didn't sell it for soup, but we we sold it for popularity. We sold it to please someone else. In other words, we we went out of character, messed up our name for people or because we were in a tight or or how, how about this? We we lied and told somebody we were going to do something and we didn't do it and made our name bad because of temporary um friction or temporary what's the word i'm looking for temporary issues problems discomfort we we made our name bad and so you know we got to think about these things we got to think about about what we're doing what what harm we're causing our name when we act out of character what harm we are causing our name when we lie what what harm we're causing our name when we allow our temper or our flesh to flare up and and we just you know we keep it real as we like to say you know we got to keep it real we keep it real and so now we done messed up our name or you done messed up your family's name because you refuse to get a hold of yourself you messed up your family name because you you didn't value it and so you you told a lie or or did something that would just scar or desecrate the family name and so what what used to hold what used to hold weight no longer holds the weight it used to hold because you didn't care you threw it away you gave it away for a bowl of soup a good name people a good name will still take you places that money can't a good name will still put you in front of people with authority or influence a good name listen you can have a good name now and it will still be the answer to somebody else's problem like i was just talking about you know there are some people who you know who may have a good name and 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 because they have a good name they're able to help others you know the right person and you just say that person's name and and you're able to get get by or get mercy or or get a discount whatever it may be what i'm what i'm just trying to get to your head is that your name carries weight don't just think so little of your name your name has value as a matter of fact i encourage everybody to invest in a good name and what do i mean by invest what i mean is uh do things that will build up your name keep your word keep your word for one if you say you're gonna do something do it every time you do something good your your name is gaining value whether you know it or not now now let me say this it may not gain popularity but it gains value let me say that one more time 
your may your name may not gain popularity but it gains value there's a lot of people who have really good names real strong names you understand what i mean when i say strong in other words if you mention that name you can get things done there are a lot of people who have really strong names but they're not popular they're not popular but their name is strong and so if i mention that name things can happen you know my, my name uh carries weight and i'm not saying that to brag uh but my name carries weight particularly when i was in uh management um in the in the arena that i was in my name carried weight because i was i was good because i did right by people because uh, my boss could trust me if someone didn't have all the credentials or he didn't feel comfortable comfortable about somebody if i said they were good then he he said they were good you understand what i mean now this is a millionaire I'm not a millionaire a millionaire yet this was a millionaire but because i always did right by him and i was honest with him and and you know i didn't i didn't you know do foolish things my name carried weight with him and it wasn't about my position it was about who i was oh god somebody somebody catch that your your name has nothing to do about your the position you're you're in it's about who you are as a man as a woman you know i was not the top dog in the company but my name carried a lot of weight and so because my name carried weight i was able to help others that wouldn't normally be helped i was able to save others that wouldn't normally be saved in in certain situations what does your name what does your name bring forth what does your name bring forth even in the in in a spiritual sense what does your name bring forth you know we we laugh a lot of times uh <laughs> about the story of uh the sons of skiba where the the you know they came and wanted to cast out the devil cast out the demons at this at this person and and so <laughs> the the demons speak up and says well paul i know and and jesus i know but who are you in other words your your, your name ain't strong enough I, I don't know you i don't know you to to be upright like them i don't know you to be powerful like them that was the the demons talking even even with the lord we must understand that that our name carries weight what we how we conduct ourselves carries weight can god trust you with what he with what he wants to give you can matter of fact can he trust you with what you ask him for or does all your past decisions say you know you might not be ready for this and all of that plays in 
having a good name what makes your name good it's being it's it's conducting yourself in the proper manner it's um keeping your word all that makes a person have a good name do you have a good name i want to read this to you real quick it's a it's a little bit of reading but just just follow me okay this is genesis 41 um 33 through 40 genesis 41 33 through 40 and it's it's picking up in the middle of a story okay this is picking up in the middle of, in the middle of the story with joseph and so it says this and now let pharaoh look for a discerning man uh discerning and wise man and put him in charge of the land of egypt let me just give you a little background so so joseph has been called to pharaoh because pharaoh's been having these dreams he's been having these dreams and they haven't been sitting well with him and so joseph has been called to pharaoh to interpret these dreams and he interprets the dreams and it sounded good to pharaoh and so that's where we're picking up at okay so 33 and now let pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man and put him in charge of the land of egypt let pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of egypt during the seven years of abundance they should collect all the food of these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food this food should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to all his officials. So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man? One in whom is the spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you you shall be in charge oh god you shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are to submit to your orders only with respect to the throne will i be greater than you okay so so let me let me just let me just go into this so here we are we're looking at joseph who has been summoned out of prison to Pharaoh to interpret the dreams because he met Pharaoh's um, cupbearer and baker in prison and interpret their dreams, okay? And so now he's in front of Pharaoh. He gives Pharaoh the interpretation. He gives Pharaoh strategy, of course, that he got from God. And so Pharaoh says, well, there's no one like this man. We got to, I, I got to have you in charge of this plan. I, I, I got the plan from you and from your God. Therefore, I got to put you in position. I don't trust anybody else to be in this position because you got to understand now, at this moment, Pharaoh has went to all of his people and they could not um, interpret the dream. So Joseph ends up being second in command of Egypt someone who is not even from that country is now second in command this is the same joseph that was sold into slavery 
by his brothers. This is the same Joseph that was sold to Potiphar. This is the same Joseph that Potiphar's wife lied on. The same one. This is the same Joseph that was thrown back in the jail. But one thing about the whole story, when you read, when you read Joseph's whole story, you will hear these words, and the Lord was with him. And the Lord was with him. Yes, his brothers uh, actually want to kill him, but end up throwing him into a pit and then selling him into slavery. But the Lord was with him. And when he went to Potiphar's house, he was sold to Potiphar. Everything Joseph did prospered. Potiphar put him in charge of his whole house and it prospered. And the Lord was with him. And, and so even when, check this now, I want you to I want you to get this. When Potiphar's wife came on to Joseph, because it was Potiphar's wife that tried to get Joseph to sleep with her. He was such a stand-up man that Potiphar really didn't believe him. Oh, believe her, excuse me. How do we know this? Because he could have had him killed if he thought that Joseph tried to rape his wife. But because Joseph was a stand-up man, because his integrity was unparalleled, he didn't lose his life. He got thrown back in jail only because Potiphar, it, he, Potiphar could not have, uh, you know, said, I believe the slave more than I believe my wife, that would have caused a stir. But his life was spared. Why? Because of his integrity. And so he goes back down to the jail. He gets thrown in the jail and the Lord was with him. He, he, he was, the Lord was with him so much that he started running the jail. Yeah. He started running the jail. Everything he touched prospered. And so if you see the steps, if you see the progression in Joseph's life, he went from, first he was thrown in, he was uh, sold into slavery, but he went to Potiphar's house. He ran Potiphar's house. Everything prospered. He was thrown in jail, but then he ran the jail everything prospered and so now he's in front of pharaoh and pharaoh says there's none wiser than him and guess what this man who's not from egypt is now second in command in egypt now watch this the same brothers that threw him in jail he is now the key to their survival Oh, God, somebody ought to hear me today. He is now the key to their survival. Because if he's not in charge in Egypt, then his brothers and his family is going to starve. As a matter of fact, the whole nation of Israel is going to starve. But all of that is avoided 
because he's second in command, because he rose through the ranks, because the Lord was with him. Now, follow me. What do you think or what are the odds of him being selected as the governor of Egypt or second in command of Egypt if while he was rising through the ranks, while he was going through what he was going through, he messed up his name. In other words, he he did things that were contrary to God. He, you know, he he allowed the anger because now listen, if if someone were to look at his life and and, and see what his brothers did to him, they would say he has a right to be mad. He has a right to be angry. He has a right to give up. He has a right to act out. He has a right to have an attitude. He has a right. Yeah, yeah, he has a right, but does it mean that it's right? Let me say that again. He has a right based on what he's been through if you talk to normal folk, but does he have a right? Or, 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 or would he be right, should I say? Suppose he, he allowed his flesh to get the best of him. And he's no longer known as a man of God. Suppose he let his flesh, his, his emotion get the best of him. And he's no longer known as uh, a good worker. He just says, well, I'm just, I, I guess I just do what I have to do, you know. I'm in this jail and, you know, I I was wrongfully convicted and he just has a bad attitude. Or he causes trouble. And so because he messed up his name, he now can't, I, I doubt very seriously they would have allowed him or he would have even been suggested to talk to Pharaoh if his integrity and his conduct was not up to par. Oh, I wonder how many of us have shut doors. We have shut doors to opportunities, to promotions because we acted out, because we messed up our name. How many of us, you know, how many women, hello women, how many women have messed up their name and shut the door to their future husband? To the man that would treat them oh so well. To the one that God gave them. They messed it up because they, they they don't know how to control their attitude or they had kind of uh, given up on life and did things that a man who's looking for a good woman would not like. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. I just want you to understand the importance of a good name. We got to make sure no matter what area 
of life you're talking about, whether you're talking about spiritual, whether you're talking about in the home, whether you're talking about at your job, whether you're talking about whatever, whatever uh, place in your life, we got to understand that our name carries weight. Good or bad, it carries weight. And our name is affected by our conduct. And the things we do and how we treat people. So I ask you today, once again, what does your name bring forth? What reaction does your name bring forth? As a matter of fact, when your name goes before God, can God trust you? I'm just saying. This is Pastor D.R.E. on the M.I.C. And I want to give you a formal invitation. I want to give you a formal invitation to join us Sundays at 10 a.m. Tuesday nights, 7.30 p.m. For Bible study. If you're looking for a place where you can hear the word, we got you. If you want to hear some good singing, some praise and worship, Sunday morning, we got you. No matter what you're looking for, listen, we got you. And guess what? We're not in church all day. <laughs> not all day. We give you the word, but we 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 do it in a timely manner. Okay. So join us. LLH Ministries on Facebook Live. LLH Ministries, Facebook Live. I look forward to seeing your face in the place. Well, another successful day. Another successful day. Why is it successful? You know why. Because we reach the world with the word. Let me say that again. We reach the world with the word. Anytime we're able to do that, it's always successful. All right. So listen, thank you for joining us on today. Thank you for, for the continuous support that many of you all have given us. Uh, it is very much appreciated. I hope that you're getting something out of the word that we deliver each and every Saturday, okay? Uh, but let me leave you with this. Uh, I just recently visited my grandmother, and today uh, is actually my grandmother's birthday. My grandmother turned 93 years old today, and it is such a blessing. Uh, I was able to go up there and put a smile on her face. I got her a little small cake. Uh, because she's not a big sweet eater you know she she doesn't do you know the frosting and all that stuff like that so i got a little small little small cake and uh put a candle on it have her blow out the candle and gave her a card and uh she was just as happy and i tell you it was really a blessing to me because i remember months ago you know last year 
when where, where I didn't know whether I would see my grandmother again. Uh, she had gotten ill, and for a while we didn't know what was going on. The family didn't know what was going on as far as what was wrong with her. And um, but she has came back quite nice, quite quite nice. And honestly, today she sounded like her old self. And uh, it did me well. It made me happy. It made me happy to see her happy and to see her getting around. And uh, I know she was back because she started fussing when I started washing the dishes. You know, because she she just don't believe I should be. She don't want me to. <laughs> she don't want me to wash the dishes. She want me to talk to her the whole time but you know I just went on and washed the dishes but anyway I only bring that up because again it was touch and go last year and quite honestly if it wasn't for the family we would have lost her and so I say that to say this make sure you don't take people you love for granted Um, And make sure you watch out for people you say you love. Listen, everybody is going through. Everybody is going through. As a matter of fact, everybody, I don't care if you're the strongest person in, in the family. Everybody will need somebody at some point. And I know this is for the people who who tend to be the strong ones that everybody call on I know that you feel like you can handle everything and I know people around you may feel like you can handle everything but don't be scared to say you need help don't be scared to say you need help and don't be so what's the word so tight I guess I want to say tight or so you know self-sufficient that you don't allow someone to help you because at some point you will need it if you don't need it today you will need it in the future that's all I'm saying and so you know if the family didn't come together if we as a family didn't come together to check on our grandmother to help our grandmother there's no telling where she would be you know so just just make sure you don't end up in that situation where you've either taken someone for granted that you could have helped or you've taken your help for granted and you end up going through some things that you could have avoided. Family should really be family. We should always look out for one another. Maybe we can't do everything for everybody, but we can show love to everybody. All right? So those are my closing remarks, I guess. Anyway, happy birthday to my grandmother. And I just want to say once again, thank you all for listening. And I will see you next week. All right.